Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I always start my show off what I call a bragging segment. Basically, I invite people on the show to discuss their journey to success, what it took to make their dreams become possible. And on my show today, I have a very, very special guest on the bragging segment. She is an inspiration to this country and a shining light that motivates me to believe that all dreams are possible. My guest today on Money Making Conversations Masterclass today is a graduate of the University of Kentucky. She's currently serving as the Deputy Commanding General Support to United States Army Recruiting Command. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass, Brigadier General Daphne D. Davis. Welcome. Well, thank you. Well, let me first say this first, Brigadier General. Thank you for your service. Uh, it's much appreciated. And uh, when I when I met you, I, uh, it was an honor to meet you then. It's an even greater honor to have you on my show, Money Making Conversations, to talk about your career and talk about the importance of diversity. And what I represent was just black excellence in pursuing and uplifting HBCUs. Well, I tell you what, I really greatly appreciate the opportunity to come on here and just kind of share a little bit of my story and uh, hope that uh, my story will help to influence others to, like you said, stop listening to other people's story and get on about making their own story. And that's that's what we get stereotyped. And I and I know that, you know, I come from the inner city, come from a big family. My father was a truck driver, third grade education. And my mom, she was a high school graduate, but they wanted me to do better. What pointed you in the direction of the military? And then I want to ask, how do you how do you you know, because they always People tell you there are always doubters out there. There's always moments of frustration. How do you come in those moments? But the first question is, what pointed you in the direction, Brigadier General Davis? So I'll tell you what, you know, like you, um, I didn't come from necessarily an affluent family. My, my father himself, uh, his mom passed away when she was when he was 16 and uh, his father was an alcoholic. So. My dad, at uh, some point in his young life, was told, hey, you're, you're headed in the wrong direction. So you either need to join the Army or you might find yourself in jail one day. And he decided to join the Army. So because of that, my life was changed. 
And uh, he he kind of gave me the opportunity to see what the Army is all about. Of course, as a youth, I said, I'll never be in the Army. That, that, that's just not for me. Right. But then I went off to college, and uh, Dad said, uh, no more funding here. you got to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, quite honestly, I, I really wish I could say that I joined the Army out of some patriotic convention, but I, I didn't. I joined for the money. Um, I was told that I could earn about $100 a month taking a class called ROTC, and then here I am 30 years later uh, in the Army and loving every bit of it. Well, you know, we always know what private is. We always know what sergeant, lieutenant, captain when you when you start going through these these this this uh, ascend, can you just tell us one after the other when you started private? How do you get the t- the titles to get you up to a brigadier general? Well, so there's there's two um, structures there in the army. You have the enlisted force and you have the officer force. Mm-hmm. So going through ROTC, you start in the officer force. Mm-hmm. If you start with the enlisted side, you can eventually switch over get a college degree and move on to the officer's side if you so choose to do that. Some people, we have tons of enlisted soldiers that have master's degrees. So they, they just make the decision that I want to be an enlisted soldier and they choose not to become an officer in the military. So for me, my commission out of ROTC, I was immediately commissioned as a second lieutenant mm-hmm. in the army and then went the first lieutenant, captain, major, lieutenant colonel, colonel, and now brigadier general. Well, general. congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, you, you you can't sleep on that. That's, that. that's a lot of hard work that goes in there. And being a woman, a woman of color, talk about that journey because we always have doubts about uh, what we can do in life. Like you said, like, like so many people... Uh, I've said that in my life about other things. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And sometimes you shouldn't say what you're not going to do and look at the opportunity, what you're saying you can, shouldn't do presents itself to yourself, to you. Talk about that journey and in some ways breaking, breaking glass ceilings because there are always uh, opportunities to say you cannot or you should not seek that opportunity, but you have and, you, and you're soaring in it. Talk about that journey. Well, you know, like with many journeys, a journey is just that. It is a journey and it's not always easy. And what I tell a lot of people is what you do when no one's looking is what builds excellence. And so what you do in the dark, that's what builds excellence. Um, What you do outside of the spotlight, that's what builds excellence. And through that, a lot of resilience comes in. So having gone to the University of Kentucky, Mm -hmm. I was often uh, very clearly the minority. As a matter of fact, in my ROTC class, uh, I was only one of two African-American females in that program. Then once I got commissioned and up until this very day, I am often the only black officer in the room mm-hmm. or the only black female and sometimes both. Right. And so you can imagine just in that setting alone, the challenges that present itself out of that and um, understanding that I cannot walk into a room not knowing my business, not knowing craft, not being excellent at what I do. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of effort when no one else is looking, if that makes sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I know when I met you at the luncheon, it was right before the Celebration Bowl, and we were talking, and we were talking about what I like to always call about black excellence, HBCUs, and the opportunities Mm -hmm. that are being able to get your education paid, uh, which is the key, walking away from college without a loan, and also having a career. When you talk about that, what, what, what benefits make the Army competitive in the current labor market? AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. 
The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I, you know what? Uh, that, that's an easy one for me. I, I will tell you, you can even just start with the fact that the Army is currently offering a $50,000 sign-on bonus. And every day, every year in the Army, you earn 30 days of paid vacation every year. And then there's the opportunity to go to med school for free, if that's what you choose to do. If you don't want to go to med school, there's tuition assistant in, assistance in any program of study that you desire. And a whole host at a whole host of four year, two year technical colleges and universities. And then there's the medical benefits. The Army's medical uh, benefits are top notch. You can get uh, the prescriptions, doctor visits, and procedures that you have with other medical insurance companies often come with an extensive or steep co pays or partial payments that uh, often come free in the Army or at a very, very minimal cost with our medical benefits. And then there's the intangible benefits of leader development, travel, the friendships that you built that last a lifetime, lifelong education opportunities, 
and the ability to commit to something that's really bigger than yourself. Wow. It, it, because there's so many different layers and it's really, I'm, I'm educating myself here, Brigadier General Davis, mm-hmm. because there's the Army Reserve and there's the Army. Now, the, what is the difference? Yeah. Because one allows you to stay close to home, correct? Yes, it does. So the Army Reserve uh, allows you to stay close to home and then there's the active component. So the Army B- Reserve provides an opportunity really for you to build two distinctively different careers and retirement funds simultaneously. So, for example, if as a civilian, you are a, uh, I don't know, a doctor, a lawyer, a radio show host, Mm -hmm. and then in the military, you could be a logistician, public affairs, medical, human resources, or even IT. Um, So that reserve soldier is that soldier that you think of that's typically one weekend per month and two weeks out of the year, usually in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, there are over 100, 120 different career fields in the Army Reserve to include transportation and IT and so many more career fields. And they're all designed in the Army Reserve to support the active component. And those active component soldiers are those soldiers that you think of that uh, wear the uniform every single day are usually stationed in those places such as uh, Italy, Fort right. Bragg, Fort Knox, those kind of institutions. When, you, when, you, when we talked about diversity a little bit earlier about you, what has the Army done to ensure it's focusing on recruiting a diverse group of soldiers in the future? Because you represent that diversity. What continues that that challenge? I shouldn't use the word challenge, that, that ability to, I know I'm on an HBCU platform right now. I'm, I'm fortunate that Money Making Conversation, a masterclass broadcast on 20 HBCU campuses. And, and those are blessings that I have, but it also gives you a voice to talk to a diverse audience. What is the diverse group of soldiers for the future of the Army and also Army Reserve? So I, I tell you, we are working to improve diversity at all levels, and, and it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but nearly half of our, our new recruits each year come from minority populations, and the right. percentage of women enlisting is also increasing every single year. Right now, we have recruiters that speak multiple languages, such right. as Tagalog, Mandarin, Spanish, Korean, and that's just to name a few. And then, as you already know, we do invest heavily in our HBCU outreach programs. As a matter of fact, South Carolina State has produced more African-American general officers than any other university, with the exception of the uh, Army's uh, Military Academy, West Point. Wow. Matter of fact, since uh, South Carolina State's ROTC's program began in 1947, we produced 22 uh, general officers out of that program, and recently uh, one female general officer, uh, Brigadier General Tia Young. Well, you know, I always brag about HBCUs deliver 80% of the black doctors, 80% of the black dentists, 50% of the black public school teachers, 40% of the members of commerce. I'm going to add that little note from South Carolina State because I talk about North Carolina A&T delivers the most black engineers. That's South Carolina. That's that's what I'm saying. That's South Carolina. I'm just referencing North Carolina A&T does something unique with engineers. And South Carolina State does this in the military side. Things that we don't know that we need to publicize and promote and let people know there is a welcome mat for the Army opportunities. Isn't that correct? 
Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Absolutely. And the opportunities for promotion are there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're there in ways that um, you might not find in the civilian sector. Are there challenges? Yes, absolutely. That, that You're going to find that everywhere. And in, in all honesty, I appreciate those challenges because it's made me a better and stronger leader. Well, I really want to thank you for taking the time. I hope to see you in a couple of weeks uh, on the HBCU campus, changing lives. But more importantly, the time that I spent with you and spoke and the time you come on my show. I really feel it's an honor. First of all, you serve my country. You protect my family and my my rights to be a free citizen. And again, it's a blessing and continue to be who you are and continue to uplift. And uh, also, I love the fact that you said more and more women are seeing the Army as an opportunity as well as the Army Reserve. Continue to be blessed, my friend. Well, thank you very much and I will see you in a couple of weeks. All right. Stay strong. That is uh, Brigadier Daphne D. Davis.